In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. Now, you can learn more about Cinda on www.cinda.org. Now, we don't only bring you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. We also have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you what the show is about. Leadership Beyond Border is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive a long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please listen to us live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. specific time. And if you miss us live, don't worry about it because we're on every major podcast platform from Apple to Google to uh, Spotify. We're just all over the all over the net. Just put in leadership beyond borders. And I I invite you to connect with me and send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com and tell me what you'd like to hear, what kind of stories you'd like to hear on this podcast. And if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we can make sure that you take away something useful for either your business or yourself. And on today to kind of a fun subject. In 2010, Tech Magazine reported the boom of the app culture. And today, it's not a culture, it's a way of life. And it's not only for end users or B2C consumers, but it's also used in B2B situations. And B2B mobile apps make work management and tracking easy and allow a platform where many people and departments can collaborate. I mean, just kind of think of some of them, uh, the apps out there from DocuSign to chat apps. And so it is primarily about the consumer or the end customer but it is also about business. And there are all kinds of apps that can be embedded into websites to help SMBs manage relationships, manage their business, and do much more. And we're going to talk today to a company that is doing this, developing websites and embedding apps to make customers and businesses' lives easier. And our guest today is Russ Jeffrey, and he's the Director of Product Platform and Product Strategy and leads product integrations at the company Duda. And Duda's mission is to make web design quick, scalable, and painless. It's the leading web design platform for web professionals, agencies, and SaaS platforms that serve SMBs. Since launching in 2010, 1 million sites have been published on the white-labeled product. Duda platform, and over 20,000 web professionals trust it enough to put their own name on it. And Duda has raised more than $100 million in funding to date. Now, Russ holds a Bachelor of Science from the University of Oregon and has a deep experience and passion for nearly everything related to the web, ranging from SEO to web design. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about apps. So, uh, Russ, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. So just um, can you just tell us a little bit about Duda first? Yeah, absolutely. So Duda, we're, we're the web design platform for agencies, web professionals. Anybody looking to scale or build out more than one website uh, for their clients should be using Duda to build sites on. So we have a robust design tool and then a bunch of features on top of that to make it easy and scalable to build out you know, many websites at, at once. And so we work with the agencies and the web professionals of the world that are serving small businesses. Yeah. I mean, it said you have over in the intro, I think, millions, um, one million sites. So that's a lot. <laughs> okay. so, it's, 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 it's quite a few. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, as a, as a technology company, you're versed in all kinds of uh, user technology. But um, today we're going to talk about a little bit about apps. Um, yeah. Just in general, you know, you know, I, I quoted 2010 app culture. I mean, why do people yeah. love apps so much? 
I, I think it's just because the the ease of use. They're they're right there inside of the tool that you use every single day, right? If if you think of the traditional you know app notion of hey, this is on your Android phone or your iPhone, you you have direct access to these tools that provide such a rich experience, you know, directly on your phone itself. If I if I think of myself, um, you know, I'm I'm using you know a lot of B2B apps on a daily basis on my phone. Slack. Uh, is is a primary one, and I use obviously a lot of messaging tools of you know WhatsApp and and whatever it might be. Even just like to do lists are, are things that I do on my my phone, and it's just nice that they're right there at my fingertips and so accessible for for so many people. I think that's the the primary reason. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of fun, too. Okay, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I read um, I was reading some statistics and it says that like 88 percent of people use apps as opposed to 12 percent using mobile websites. Now, yeah. um, what does that say about the direction, the user direction that we're going in? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, these this metric, it's a little skewed by social. Right. Mm-hmm. Most people are just spending so much time either on TikTok or on Instagram or on Facebook or Twitter or any of these that uh, that is their primary kind of day-to-day interactions, and it's kind of what they're addicted to. And I think that the metric is really speaking to that. And so, so much of that is just driven by the top, top tech companies that, that are out there. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if you look at such small usage of mobile websites, I, I think there's there's several factors of that. I think one is, you know, in, in the, the experience, you know, mobile websites don't get the same experience on, on the phones themselves. You have to go into the browser or you have to go and search Google, and then you get to those type of experiences. They're a layer or two hidden on, mm-hmm. side of your, on, on your phone itself. Now, what I would say is that, you know, is that it doesn't make sense for most small businesses to build an app themselves. Mm -hmm. An app assumes that you're going to have this ongoing engagement, something that they need to do daily or some habit that you want them to build on an ongoing basis using that app itself. For most small businesses, all you need is somebody to get in contact with you, maybe book an appointment or book a service and just have a way to, to do that. And, and websites are actually the best way to do that just because they're so accessible. They're easily found. You don't have to go and install them. You're not accessing them through, you know, a store of some kind that's just there and discoverable. And so, you know, I think I think for a lot of businesses, websites are, are primarily the way to go. They just kind of get obscured, I think, by the, by the usage of social. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could be the statistic. But I'm um, we're going to talk more, more about apps. But I just had a question um, um, because, you know, mobile websites, right? You're right. You have to go through a couple layers. But um, are we, are small and medium businesses better with them today and, and people like Duda helping them to make sure? Because, uh, you know, I can re- recall some pretty bad experiences, not just go because of the layers, but just not yep. being able to see what's there. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I think a lot of that is 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 on the way to being solved. I think today on on the mobile web, I think there there are some you know usability problems where often they're too slow or often they're not fully optimized for the mobile layout or the tap based interface. There are some of those lingering issues, but I I think you know it's been now ten years, fifteen years since you know phones have really been a dominant computing device and. Most websites have made that transition. You know, for folks that use Duda, and I'm a little biased here because obviously I, I work for Duda, we take care of a lot of that mobile optimization and speed, and we help out as much as possible with the UX side. And so I know anything using the Duda platform is going to be a good experience, but I mm-hmm. think some of that does exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think all of those same problems can exist on the app side too, of if you don't design it well, or if you use poor coding standards, or even even just spinning up a, a mobile app is quite a bit more of, a, of an intensive business effort to get done anyways. So. Mm-hmm. And, and one last, before we go back to apps, because I just kind of got stuck on this subject a little bit, but one last yeah. question on the mobile, okay? Sure. So we know one of the biggest problems also is, you know, SEO and the mobile. Um, is, is that being solved now? And, and I mean, you know, I mean, I, I can't remember what Google came out and said, if you don't have a really good mobile website, we're not going to show you. I mean, how, has that been fixed now? It's been a few years since they came out and said that. Yeah, I think I broadly, I think broadly, it 
has, right? Assuming you have a mobile website, which I think most websites do these days, though the vast majority do, Google is going to use your mobile site as the primary source mm-hmm. of content for them understanding, yeah. right? So they're going to crawl your mobile site. They're going to say, oh, that's, just, that's, that's the content we see. They'll actually use that also in the desktop search results and say, on the mobile site, we see this type of content. We're going to assume you have the same on the desktop version. We'll return those results. And so Google is basically saying, yeah, guess what? We're prioritizing mobile. We think mobile first is kind of the way to go. And we're going to use that as our source of truth. Um, And Google has made that switch. Now, that switch has been a little bumpy and not every website has been switched. Um, A lot of websites have. So it's, you know, it's still ongoing. But I think for the most part, we're, we're kind of there, you know, of, of having a, a decent experience on, on mobile, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then moving to, back to apps. So we have we have these mobile websites and now we're going apps. So just, um, you know, a quick question um, with your customers and, and, you know, what are you, you know, um, when you see apps out there, I mean, I'm thinking the apps that I have on my phone, what is are apps in kind of every market segment or is there a market segment that's been dominated by apps? It, it really depends on the context that, you know, you're, you're looking at it. Um, for, from the mobile phones themselves, I, I think, you know, social and gaming mm-hmm. has really kind of dominated uh, those sectors, you know, the, the biggest. You, know, you have a little bit of news and you have a little bit of productivity type tools on your phone that, that do really well there. Um, but I think for the most part, you know, the, the mobile screen is limited in what you can do. And so you need to make sure that, you know, you can really have a full experience there. And that, that can be really hard uh, to build. So I think, you know, social is, is definitely the biggest category there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, SMBs, what kind of what kind of apps are they looking for? Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I think I think small businesses have, have a really interesting, you know, kind of kind of use cases here. I think what, what you see them looking for are the productivity tools. What are the things that I can use to manage my business on a day-to-day basis better? Um, is it a CRM tool and I want to be able to add a customer to my CRM or maybe even start an email that I want to get sent out or collect a payment on my phone? Um, you know, all of those are, are great use cases. Um uh, for for small businesses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a, a quick break, and when we come back, I wanna I wanna dive into that a little bit more, Russ. Exactly. You know, sure. what what's due to strategy when it comes to apps, and yeah. and you know what do you, you know what are you seeing, and what can these apps do for small businesses? Right. Okay. Um, so we'll do that when we come back. And for our listeners, our guest today is Russ Jeffrey. He's the Director of Product Platform and Product Strategy and leads the product integrations at Duda. And Duda is a, a web builder company, a web design, and their mission is to make web design quick, easy, and scalable and painless. And it's the leading web design platform for web professionals, agencies, and SaaS platforms that serve SMBs. And Russ holds a Bachelor of Science from the University of Oregon and he has a passion about everything to do with the lay web ranging from SEO to web design and technical web standards. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Duda, you can go to their website at www.duda.co and then you can go to Facebook to for Duda. Um, you can go to Instagram to build with Duda. You can go to LinkedIn and Twitter for Duda, and they are even on YouTube. Okay, and for Russ, you can reach out to Russ on Russell. Jeffrey on LinkedIn. Now, this broadcast is also being brought to you by Cinda. Cinda is one of Europe's fastest non, um, non uh, nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds virtual trainings, conferences, and market research and legislative white papers. New can they also have conferences? And you can meet the Duner team at their next conference on May 22nd to 24th in Berlin, Germany. And they also have an e-learning platform in cooperation with Boss Capital for startups, for product managers, SMBs, and startups to help companies succeed. So please go to www.sint.org. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Not enough women are talking about money. Lisa Chastain is aiming to change that. If you are feeling uncertain with your financial decisions, join us on Real Money, Mondays at 10 a.m. on the Voice America Business Channel, where you will learn how to become more capable with your financial choices. Listen in and hear stories from other women on how they tackled their financial challenges. You will learn from leading industry experts all the tips, tricks, and advice that you need to establish financial confidence and freedom. Listen in Mondays on Real Money with Lisa Chastain. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're, we're talking about apps and um, app strategies um, for SMBs with a company who who has a great strategy to help SMBs using apps. And our guest today is Russ Jeffrey, the Director of Product Platform and Product Strategy and leads product integrations at Duda. And Duda's mission is to make web design quick, easy, scalable, and painless. And it's a leading web design platform for web professionals, agencies, and SaaS platforms that serve SMBs. So, um, Russ, before the break, we we're kind of just talking in general about apps, and yeah. um, and we kind of started to talk about SMBs. So, first, first, uh, let's talk about Duda's app strategy. Okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. So, so what, what Duda has done is is we looked at this and said, okay, great. You know, apps are, are everywhere. They're you know this additional tool that you can use on on top of a platform and Duda said, "Great, let's let's go and find a bunch of apps that we can integrate into our platform in the context of web design and helping small businesses have a successful web presence more broadly." And so Duda has gone out, and we have one away for you know third-party apps to build in to Duda, and then further make those available and kind of sell those to Duda customers across the board. Now, this this is not a new you know, kind of strategy or a new path on its on its own. Um, you know, a lot of tools out there. WordPress most famously has a big plugin directory that, that's there. You know, kind of where Duda differentiates ourselves and looks at this and we say, great, what are the, the one or two tools in a specific category that we know are really going to go and solve pain points for our customers? Let's go and really deeply integrate those and make sure that they're going to be a successful and really good experience for our customers to go and use on an ongoing basis. And what, what we're really worried about a lot of times is putting the onus on our customers to browse through hundreds or thousands of different integrations and not really knowing which one is good and which one is bad and wasting their time and getting decision fatigue of having to figure mm. out which one's going to be best. So we're trying to to put in a lot of that work on our side to help our customers out and kind of point them in the right direction. And so what we've been able to do is find some of these select partners that can come in in a specific area 
and solve problems for our customers. So let's look at two examples of that because okay. uh, I think that'll really kind of bring it home. So one is across like the, the accessibility landscape. So we work very closely with AudioEye. They're an app in our app store, and they help our customers solve accessibility challenges on top of websites. So what that means is, one is there's kind of the technical and design aspect of accessibility, of making a site more friendly, but there's also some of the legal compliance side mm-hmm. of accessibility as well. And they can kind of come in and offer a holistic package to our customers to solve some accessibility challenges on, on top of the website. And, and just a question on that, because that is, I mean, um, I don't know what's going on in the in the U.S., but I know in Europe, you know, this is this is getting some of this legislation, legislation, the legal part on accessibility is is getting a very strong, um, you know, foothold here. And I think I think next year in 2024, there's going to be legislation in Europe. So it's important for SMBs to to integrate this into their into their Sites and uh, so, you know, how, how do you do when you're when you're consulting your customers? Do you kind of make them aware of this legislation that might be coming up, and yep. and why they should do it anyways? Yeah, that, that's exactly kind of our, our go to market strategy. Is is we want to be consultative and helpful with our customers, and so we absolutely inform them, just like you're saying. I think in the EU, um, they actually have a fund where small businesses can apply for it mm-hmm. and get you know, a little bit of money to help them make their web presences accessible uh, across the board, pending this new legislation, which is coming forward, which is going to kind of mandate some more of these accessibility requirements. The U.S. is actually, you know, uh, I would say a year or two ahead of Europe on this, actually. Um, we we have kind of some pending legislation that's pushing this forward um, as is, and we also have a good amount of kind of pressure in the legal space for people to move and be compliant with what we have, what our law is, is ADA or the Americans mm-hmm. Disabilities Act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that's one, one example of, you know, helping SMBs keep up to date and make sure their, their, their websites are kind of legally correct. Um, you talked, when I asked you kind of what they were looking for, you said productivity tools, management tools. Um, but how, how can these apps actually help SMBs, um, you know, get customer acquisition? I mean, yeah. in what category does that fall in? Yeah, one that we actually, we, we just launched and we is, is with a tool called WooRank. They're an SEO tool that, you know, directly plugs into the website itself. And so what RuRank is going to do is they're going to make sure that when you build the website, they will help you audit and scan to make sure that you're implementing all of kind of the Google or SEO best practices out of the box. So they'll check that you're setting the title correctly and the description and making sure your site is as friendly as possible for search engines or Google uh, to be there. And that's going to one is going to you know, have you show up higher in those search results, um, and two, potentially add new different search terms that you can rank for and bring in more traffic and more customers to your site directly. Now, mm-hmm. we do that through you know, our group of agencies. So the agencies are the ones often using these tools. Sometimes the small businesses are also using them directly. In the case of WooRank, it's primarily the agency who's implementing these strategies to help that small business get more traffic and get more visitors on, on top of the site. Okay, so so that that helps that helps with SEO and that helps them, you know, find new customers. And and what about um, in the other area like retaining customers? You know, sure. um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We, we definitely have a, have a have a range of integrations, you know, across the board uh, with with different CRM and you know, kind of email marketing tools more broadly. So folks like Visita um, are are one where they have kind of a full business small business kind of life cycle of. I can send emails to my customers, I can market to them, I can request payments, I can send them files, I can do a bunch of stuff there. Uh, tools like, you know, Movilo, which, you know, kind of do similar ongoing customer acquisition and, you know, uh, communication, a lot of different kind of options out there. You know, we we internally break this down into kind of, you know, three three different categories, right? One is how do we help you get more traffic? That's kind of the Woo rank. We also have Uber all there that, that helps there. Two is what are tools on top of the website that help you do more with the site. So sometimes that's booking or search or advanced contact forms. And then third is how do we help you retain customers and uh, keep them coming back for more? So we, we kind of categorize and group them uh, across the board. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and and looking at this and getting and you know either retaining customers, um, there's a there's a lot of data out there that shows that that customers don't really want to talk to SMBs anymore. Okay, um, you know they want to get their answer either in a chat or or um, and other ways. Um, are you seeing that trend? And and how are you helping your customers? You know, adapt to that trend. I, I, absolutely, I think we we see that trend. You know, I, I I consider myself a millennial who doesn't want to talk to small businesses, so I, I resonate very very closely with that. Um, and the way the way that we're helping our customers is is exactly through these tools. So we provide you know these on website activities that don't require a contact. They don't require filling in a contact form. They don't require uh, making a phone call. So things like a booking solution so that someone can directly book the appointment. They don't have to make a call to book that appointment or reservation tools uh, on top of the website Um, uh, or ways that you can have like a chat response directly on top of the website and not require that phone call. We have these solutions kind of baked in just depending on the vertical and the use case um, that's, that's there, you know, for the, for the different small businesses. Broadly, this is, this is the future that Duda sees is, these small business websites need to become more powerful. They need to become more capable in, in allowing these on-website activities to be performed and allowing you know, customers to interact with a small business through the website primarily. And then you know, if they need to, take that offline you know, in the right case. And, and, you know, I'm glad we talked about this reservations because this is one thing that makes me nuts. Okay, Um, I'm kind of I'm not your generation, but but it's still if I can't do something online, I go crazy. And I want to kind of I know you sell to agencies and you sell to resellers who are working with the SMBs. Okay, now we saw this huge boom after the pandemic that all the SMBs. Um, went online, okay, and they, you know, some of them have e-shops, and you know, actually the percentage is very small, but you know, at least at least people had websites now, okay, so that increased tremendously, but the the ones I, I don't see a huge, you know increase in these reservation systems except for in the restaurant sector, okay, yep. then that's kind of grown up, but do you think this is taking some time to catch on? Is it is it people, you know, uh, do the SMBs not realize that people don't want to talk to them anymore and they want to do everything online? Um, uh, you know, I, I, do you think the trend will increase rapidly that finally you know, other segments other than other than restaurants will start to adapt these systems? Yeah, I, I think there's a, a multitude of factors. You know, I think I think you outlined a bunch of them, and they all probably play in there. I, I think my my general opinion is is I think one is I would say probably the the younger entrepreneur who's running that small business is going to be more open and willing to have those type of tools on their site. I think, uh, and then we we do have folks who are kind of skeptical of a lot of this technology and might not say, hey, I, I just don't think it's as relevant for me to run my business and, and for me to need it. So I think there is a little bit of kind of the, the age aspect going on. And I think also, you know, I, I think these tools are, are hard to use and you can't really, bl- you can't blame the small businesses on that. Mm. I think a lot of that is on, you know, who's implementing this? How do you get it on your site? How does this, you know, bake into your workflow? How do you make sure that it connects to your calendar and is in sync? All of these things are, are difficult challenges and not easy. And that, I think, is on the, the, you know, either the technology companies or, you know, Duda, we work with the agencies, so it's on them to kind of help solve those problems uh, as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm sure you're considering that as you, you know, we're going to talk about how you find which apps to partner with then yeah. after the next break, but I'm sure you're considering that. But, um, yeah, I mean, is it really – I mean, I haven't done this myself because I don't have a small business, but, you know, um, for example, for, for a nail studio to um, put in a reservation system, is that really technically difficult or is it is it not that difficult? <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think it can be. Um, I think more. There, I think there's several aspects to it. One is 
they have to change their process, right? They have to mm-hmm. tell their existing customers to do something new. They have to have their team adopt that system and use it. They have to have a way to make it visible inside of their, you know, inside of their studio or salon or whatever it might be. Um, so I think there's kind of the process and organizational side of that, right? Uh, that matters. And then I think there are technical challenges too of how do I get this onto my site? Do I need to contact my web designer? Do I have to pay my web designer to do that? Do I go and do this myself? If I have to do this myself, how do I do that? It's not so easy. Um, you know, there, there's a lot. I think there, there, there's, there can be some pretty pretty big hurdles to getting those things up and running. Now, the benefits are there, right? It, definitely the, these tools can help save them time and save them energy and save them effort. But, it, it you know, it, it can be kind of overwhelming sometimes as well to, to do that and roll that out. And I think a lot of them have probably tried this and failed and maybe had a bad experience. And, you know, they kind of probably stop along the way. That's what I hear when I talk to a lot of small businesses. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that just came up to me today because I need to make a nail appointment and I couldn't do it online. It made me crazy. So, <laughs> so <laughs> no, um, um, good. So I think we're going to we're going to take another break and when we come back, um, um, you know, speaking in this realm of what SMBs are looking for, and you, those three buckets that you have, you know, traffic, do more on top or retain customers, um, would like to, to find out a little bit about, um, you know, how you find your partners and um, and also a, a couple of questions that I'm going to have after the break, um, Russ, is like, you know, we talked about, you know, Google and um, rankability and everything like that. So, you know, what do apps, how do they affect that, okay? Or do, can they help that? Because you gave the example of the, the one that helps with SEO. So I want to talk a little bit about that when we get back from the break. And for our listeners today, we're talking with Russ Jeffrey. He's the Director of Product Platform and Product Strategy and leads product integrations at Duda. And Duda's mission is to make web design quick Easy, scalable, and painless is the leading web design platform for web professionals, agencies, and SaaS platforms that serve SMBs. And Russ holds a Bachelor of Science from the University of Oregon and has deep experience and a passion for nearly everything related to the web, ranging from SEO to web design to technical web standards. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Duda, please go to www.duda.co. And Duda is also on Facebook under Duda. Um, They're on Instagram under Build With Duda, on LinkedIn under Duda, on Twitter, Build With Duda. And they also have a YouTube station uh, with Duda Mobile. Now, if you'd like to get in touch with Russ, you can get in touch with him on, on LinkedIn with Russell Jeffrey. And also, you can contact me with comments or questions at leadershipbeyondborder at gmail.com or go to info at cinda.com. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest non-growing, uh, fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds virtual trainings, conferences, market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. And they also have a e-learning platform that is in cooperation with Boss Capital for startups, product managers, and SMBs. So please go to Cinda Institute on the Cinda website, www.cinda.org, to learn about the e-learning platform. And they also have conferences. And the next conference is coming up May 22nd to 24th in Berlin, Germany. And at this conference, you can hear Duda with some presentations, and you can meet them on stage and meet them at the conference. So please go to www.cinda.org and look for tickets for Berlin, Germany, May 22nd to 24th. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Challenges in the workplace and within teams are only increasing as companies struggle to transition to a post-COVID-19 remote work situation. 
These unstable times have stretched companies and their leaders beyond their capacity, and they do not know how to maintain a balance of authority, empathy, compassion, and assertiveness toward their coworkers, much less continue their own career trajectory. Leading with Intention with Monique Daniel offers support, encouragement, and tools to help corporate leaders address their personal shortcomings and emerge from these unprecedented times as well-rounded, self-assured leaders. Leading with Intention, Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Connect with us and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis. And today we're, we're, we're talking about um, websites and the use of apps and websites. And we're talking with Russ Jeffrey, who's the Director of Product Platform and Product Strategy and leads the product integrations at Duda. And Duda's mission is to make web design quick, easy, scalable, and painless. And it's the leading web design platform for web professionals, agencies, and SaaS platforms. And um, Russ, you know, we, we've been talking about you know, what SMBs are looking for and what you're integrating into the website. And, you know, I had the question before the break on, you know, are, are some of these tools, okay, you know, and you talked about the processes of the SMBs probably have to change. Yeah. But how do how do you, you know, um, pick your partners that or, or pick the apps that you integrate into your websites? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a process and, and a challenge on our side um, when we try and find someone. You know, the way we look at it is we say, okay, great, our customers need a solution for this category. Maybe that's booking or e-commerce or shipping or, um, you know, for contact forms, you know, et cetera. We try and identify, you know, what is that category that we want to try and, you know, solve for across the board. And then we need to go and find somebody that's going to work with our customers. and. You know, we're, we're kind of in a unique situation as Duda of we go through, we have to, one, uh, know that this will work for agencies, and then two, also work for, for small businesses. And so you might say, oh, just go to the top player in the space and, and you know, that, that'll work. But the reality is uh, often those, those guys don't work because they don't have a way for, you know, the agency to come and set this up themselves. Maybe their pricing is much too expensive for small businesses. Uh, we look at this, you know, kind of a, across the board of can we have a good product experience? Does this, you know, tool solve the problem it's set out to solve in the first place? Three, can we have a good kind of go-to-market proposition with them and have a, mm-hmm. a good kind of price point? How can we kind of wrap that all up into something that, you know, it's palatable for small businesses and also the agencies that serve those small businesses. And so we we have to go through kind of a full process of evaluating that. I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier of this is why we try and find only one or two in that. This is one of the reasons why we try and find only one or two in that space is we want to make sure that it's really going to be a successful proposition and they're not wasting their time and Duda is not wasting their time kind of supporting and supporting that integration. And ultimately we're helping the small businesses uh, give, give value uh, across the board. And so we look at that and we, we need to go through a, a lot of, a lot of that work ahead of time and put the onus on Duda to make sure it's a good solution uh, out of the gate. Yeah. 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 
and I think that's a really nice approach because, as I said, you know, if I was the nail studio that wanted to in- implement, um, you know, bookings, then I'd probably want the the best tool for me and the simplest for me. And so, um, you know, choosing those partners is important, which leads me to a question um, on apps versus plugins. Okay, you know, um, is there any security concerns or what's kind of difference between using apps versus plugins? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think broadly, you know, apps are built in a way that have kind of a secure, you know, integration framework. Broadly, um, they're usually part of a platform like Duda or like you know, um, like Apple iOS, you know, something along those lines. And they they have a way that that integration is built. Plugins usually are are plugging directly into you know the 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 roots and kind of the source of the platform itself. So the traditional example is with WordPress, where plugins can go and directly insert themselves into the code base. And WordPress is is you know notorious for having a lot of security concerns. And mm. so essentially, the framework in which these you know integrations are built is kind of a more secure foundation um, from the beginning. Then you know on, on top of that, you know it's 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 onus on Duda and other platforms like us. Uh, to to ensure that these third parties are are doing the best practices out of the box, right? That they're uh, making sure that their servers are up to date, that they're doing the regular scans, that their team, you know, writes code in a secure way. We kind of try and go through some of those practices just to ensure that uh, our customers aren't going to run into that. Doesn't solve every problem, but we try and do our homework ahead of time to help kind of solve those. And we see a lot of you know security concerns, and our customers come to us very frequently saying. You know, I spent so much time managing these plugins and updating them and dealing with, you know, hacked versions of them that, you know, when they come to Duda, they're, they're saving themselves, you know, just quite a bit of time not having to do those type of management activities. Yeah, yeah and I, I think, I mean, I think with plugins and, um, you know, the, you know, we've, we've, Increase the the amount of of hacking and and um, and breaches has increased so much since since the pandemic. I think it's like two hundred percent. Plugins uh, are they a little? They're more vulnerable than apps, or or am I assuming that, or is that true or not true? It, it's a, it's a complicated complicated answer. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I think broadly, you know, when you, when you look at the way plugins are, are going to work, is they they just have access to more parts of the system, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when you have a, just a bigger exposure area, that that leads to more problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, broadly, yes, I would say that, but it really depends on the case and what's going on. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you know an app can't yeah. have a security vulnerability; it absolutely can. Almost all software has some security vulnerability, so I don't want to oversell and over yeah. over kind of take <laughs> okay. there. Yeah. And then just last question on this. Um, um, so you know, we we know Google's always looking at things and changing, you know, their their criteria or their whatever, you know, the ranking. So does when we put apps into a website? Um, does that have is that a neutral effect or a positive effect or um, a negative effect or how how does does that does that affect ranking or do you have to then put an app that helps ranking? Yeah, de- definitely. It, it you know it definitely depends on the context. I would say you know it's anywhere from neutral to positive. You know we definitely mm-hmm. don't see a negative impact uh, from from using these. You know if you're adding you know some accessibility tool to your website. Um, and you know that that helps the website be more friendly and easier to use. That's that's going to help a little bit, help mm-hmm. your SEO and, and help you do a little bit better uh, across mm-hmm. the board. If you're adding a you know a chatbot component to your site, you know, it's probably a little more neutral, right? Google doesn't mm-hmm. really favor one way or the other on a chatbot type of solution mm-hmm. on the site itself. So really, it really kind of depends on the situation. If, now we do have you know a suite of integrations that do provide you know kind of ongoing SEO or what we call is kind of, you know, inbound uh, leads. So whether that's, you know, we, we talked about WooRank a little bit earlier, Uberall, which helps impact, you know, kind of the, the site SEO across the board. There's a lot of those things that, um, you know, can really impact it, but they're really tailored to, you know, getting adoption in, the, in those areas. And what would be the, you know, those ones that, are, what would be kind of the strongest um, 
uh, apt or, or the apps that are strongest potential to to add incremental revenue um, to uh, SMB. Yeah, I, I definitely see. Uh, you know, WooRank is is definitely up there just because uh, optimizing your site for SEO has so many long term benefits. Mm-hmm. If you're doing this, you know, out of the box of when a site is built, you know, it's going to impact one, you're going to get ranked faster and more accurately. But over the long term, it's going to really help get, gather that traffic. And, you know, if you're, if you're getting 20, 30 percent more traffic because you've done these optimizations, that adds up quite a bit month to month to month as customers continue to come and find you a lot more easily. And so I, I'd say any of these SEO tools that are going to add value are definitely going to help, you know, over the long term, just get more customers in in the door itself. So, mm-hmm. and you just launched this collaboration with WooRank, so you're you're seeing some good results from this already. Absolutely, um, we're we're really excited, and one of one of the really great things that we really like about it is is it gives kind of an in editor experience, or like as you're designing the site, you can actually go and audit your web page as you're designing it and get feedback, get SEO feedback on that. Am I using the right structure? Have I filled in the right fields? Have I done these things correctly? And we're actually seeing agencies, one, you know, they like having this, the, the certainty that they've done the right thing. And two, it saves them time. They don't have to then go outside and scan with a different tool or use some other kind of product or platform. It's uh, directly inside of the, the editor and inside of the experience there. And so we've gotten a lot of great feedback from, from our customers so far. And uh, we've seen it really help some small business websites out of the gate do, do quite a bit better. So we're, we're really excited about it. Oh, great. Okay, um, Russ, as we get towards the end of the show, I want to I take a, a, a little look forward, okay? Um, you know, the, all the hype on, on AI, okay? Um, how do you see, you know, AI apps affecting website and building process um, and the overall user experience? I mean, not just today, because there are some out there today, but like maybe um, a year. What Where do you see the development going? I... I, I... Think it's super fascinating what's what's going on in the AI space right now. I right now, you know, we, we look at a lot of the tools and technologies, and the way we think about it is we're going to help our agencies be more productive with these tools. Right? You see a lot of this generative AI is helping generate copy and text and you mm-hmm. know content. It's helping you generate images uh, across the board, and we're. we're, we're Duda looks at that as like great. We think this is going to be the next productivity boom you know, across the web of helping uh, small businesses. And obviously we do that through the agency, helping them build more successful websites. And these tools are just going to help that process and make it easier to have content and get up and running. Uh, We actually know that small, like getting content from a small business of what they should put on their website is one (laughs) of the hardest things that agencies struggle with um, on an ongoing basis. And so having an ability just to, 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 Start that first draft, not be starting with a blank page and using AI to help that is a really big power and benefit. And we're, we're hoping to see, you know, a lot of productivity boost coming out of this. Yeah, I mean, that is probably the hardest thing. And anybody knows that when you sit down to, to do content on everything, you know, you're, you're sitting down looking at a blank screen for a very long time before comes out yes. <laughs> but, yes. okay um so i think i think to, to to wrap things up a little bit um russ so we have we have um you know smbs listening we have a lot of managers of agencies listing um you know what would be your suggestion first to the smbs going forward um you know to take advantage of of you know some of these these apps and some of the things you're doing yeah i I think I think it's in my mind it, it starts with what's what, you know what's what's a business challenge they have what's what's a way what, what are things that they want to do better do they want to get more traffic do they want to you know optimize their workflow and then you know look look for solutions that work with their existing technology that work with their website that that work with uh, what's out there and and try and find ways that you know you don't have to spend hours or days doing this make sure it's plugged in and easy to use and and those things that's what I'd recommend for small businesses is you know start with the problem mm-hmm. that they have and really try and and find find a solution from there that's going to be easy and quick to implement okay and one last word to your partners or the agencies out there listening um, advice on that 
for them? Uh, yeah, d- definitely. I, I think I, I would be forward looking with this of what, what are those challenges that you think your, your small businesses are going to have? Is it going to be on the privacy front with GDPR? Is it going to be, mm-hmm. you know, making you and your team more, more productive? Um, you know, d- these integrations exist out there and ways to help that, you know, are, are available. So I would, I would take a look and, you know, see if there's anything interesting. Okay. Well, great. Thanks, Russ. Um, interesting discussion today. Um, really, I learned quite a bit from you this today. And for our listeners, we've been talking with Russ Jeffrey, and he's the Director of Product Platform and Product Strategy and Leads Product Integrations at Duda. And Duda's mission is to make web design quick, easy, scalable, and painless. It's the leading web design platform for web professionals, agencies, and SaaS platforms that serve SMBs. Since launching in 2010, one million sites have been published on the white-labeled Duda platform, and over 20,000 web professionals trust it to put their name um, on it. So please learn about Duda. You can go to www.duda.co, and Duda is on uh, Facebook uh, with Duda and on LinkedIn with Duda and on Instagram and Twitter under Build with Duda. And they are also have a YouTube channel, so go to Duda Mobile. And if you want to reach out to Russ, he's on LinkedIn under Russell Jeffrey. And um, please, you know, Russ, thank you so much. It's been great having you. Thank you. It's been, been wonderful to be here and chat. Yeah, great. Great chat today. And for our listeners, um, you can contact me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com for any questions. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, do market research, and legislative white papers on digital. So please go to www.cinda.org for more information. They also have a conference coming up in Berlin. May 22nd to 24th, and you can sign up for that conference, and you can also meet the Duda team at that conference. So please go to www.cinda.org under Upcoming Events Berlin to sign up for the conference. And thank you for listening, and with that, I'd like to wish everybody a great week, and don't forget to tune in to us again next week. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.